This is the Jocko Underground Podcast. It's number 52. Sitting here with Echo Charles EC in the house. I was out at Gettysburg. We're doing the, the Echelon Front Battlefield, doing the Battlefield Walk. And I, I, I went on this little kind of like tangent. Not really a tangent, a riff, maybe. Sure. Riff. You know, what, what do you, you see me do this kind of thing when yeah, I'm kind of yeah. like going off about something? You digressed a little bit. No, but it's not a digression. A it's not a digression. Wait, like, what is it? Digression's well, bad, right? Digression leads us nowhere. It's a positive. Well, not necessarily. I think technically digression just means like you're going in one direction with a whatever and then you went digression off in a different indicates direction. we're not moving in a good direction, though. Like, oh, but I digress, then I have to get back to the subject. Let's say right? the initial direction, but sure. So. I diverted my comments. And anyways, we were talking about terrain. You know, you're out there on the battlefield. You can see like high ground and low ground and how important it is and impactful it is. And then I kind of went on this explaining that people are terrain. Because there's some real similarities between people and terrain. Because you, if, you, if you're a good battlefield leader, you can look at the terrain and you can figure out how best to use it. Mm-hmm. And how it's use it to your advantage, and how it's going to help you win the battle. Mm-hmm. There, we, also, you can't look at um, a hill on on the map or on the ground and be like, "Hey, I don't really like the way this hill is. I'm going to move the hill." You can't do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You have to utilize the terrain. So people are like terrain in that they got some advantages to them. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy's really, really smart at math. Cool. Where am I going to put him? Accounting department. Right, you know, yeah. oh, this person's uh, really enjoys conversation with people. Where I'm going to put him? Sales department, mm-hmm. right? So, so you have terrain, and people are terrain, and you can't look. Look, can you change them a little bit over time? Sure, but <laughs> they're not going to change a hundred percent. You can you can make some small. They're not even going to change. You're lucky to get someone to change. You know, fifteen twenty percent. They can change. Mm-hmm. Important important difference. They can change. So if you, Echo Charles, like the classic cases, let's say you hit rock bottom. Yeah. If you hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. you can change. You can be like, I'm never taking drugs again. I'm never, do- whatever. Whatever made you hit rock bottom, you're gambling, you're drinking, whatever the thing was, you can change. But I can't change you. Or it's very difficult for me to change you. Let's say you are a micromanager. I can move you a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can get you to micromanage less. But unless you say, you know what, man, I am a micromanager and I know it's not good, I'm gonna change. Yeah. Then that's different. Then we can make some real progress. That's why one of the key factors of what I try and do when I work with people is not me impose the truth onto them, but show them what they're doing. Yeah. So they go, you know what, I feel like I'm micromanaging my team. And I go, yeah, you know, that probably probably feels like that to them. You know, so we so it gets they see it themselves, then they want to change. Mm. So what I I ended up talking, I mean I'm talking about this quite a bit lately, is understanding what tendencies people have, right? So that's what we have to do. We have to read the terrain of our people. Is this person a micromanager? Is this person obsessed with details? Does this person not care about details? Because if I'm like got a critical part of a project that relies on excruciating detail, mm. I'm not putting Echo Charles in charge of that project, right? Thanks. That's not your thing. Sure. It's not your detailed thing. Mm. If I have something that's gonna require a creative solution, then maybe I'm like, hey, I'm gonna put Echo on this thing because he's gonna have to see the vision and create something 
that that people will feel. Okay, well, that's an Echo Charles thing. Mm-hmm. So I've got to know and understand what your tendency is. Are you too emotional? And if you're too emotional, I've got to I've got to not only assign you into positions where those emotions will be mitigated, but I've also got to think, oh, we're about to Echo's about to get some bad news about the project. I need to go down there and make sure that he stays under control. Maybe you're too analytical, right? Where you're walking around like a robot and that something's going wrong with the team and they're all upset and you're just like, I don't know what the problem is, let's move forward, you know? And then you losing connection with your team and that's a problem. Maybe you're too aggressive, maybe you're not aggressive enough. So we can go through all these different traits. Mm-hmm. But what's important for me as a leader is just like I read the terrain on the, out on the battlefield, hey, here's some high ground, here's a, some low ground, here's a ravine, I can utilize this for dead space as we approach the target. Mm. Like, like All those things that I'm gonna study about the terrain, I have to try and understand that about my people too. So, that makes sense, right? You understand, you're tracking? Yep, fully, you're nodding, you, what, what'd you write down over there? You got commentary? <laughs> no, the, no, it's the, uh, you kind of covered it though. Be, uh, after I wrote it down, how you you know you name all these traits, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, you don't think of it in terms of like, oh, I hate that they're like that, and and they need to change or whatever. It's like you got to kind of work around it or over it or even utilize it really. Yes, in no, a lot of ways. What... So if let's say someone's um like a big one is like stubborn, right? Someone's like stubborn. Yep. So the wrong way to think about it, and this is the initial thought that that when you were talking ahead or whatever. Where if they're stubborn, like it's so frustrating when someone's stubborn and yep. they don't want to budge on something. But it doesn't have to be frustrating if you look at it in terms of hey, it's just terrain. It's like a mountain. It's like you're trying to do I don't know, something. The That's mountain's it. in the way. It's like you getting frustrated that there's a mountain there, bro. That doesn't help you at all. Nope. Right? You got to focus on what you should do. You know yep. how do you maneuver kind of thing. So two things on that. The there's a, a famous operation in Vietnam that the SEALs did where they scaled a cliff mm-hmm. to get to the target. And no, the enemy never thought that anyone would ever scale this cliff. So it's, exa- it's exactly what you're saying. Hey, here's this cliff. It seems impassable. Guess what? We're going to utilize it. Yeah. You have someone that's really stubborn. Oh, you have a project that you know is going to take a hard nose to get through this project and get everything done. Maybe that's the person you assign. And I'll tell you another thing that's interesting. With your kids, mm-hmm. you know, and you think, oh, my kid's so stubborn. Okay, what is what, how is that a positive quality? Because yeah. it is a positive quality. Candies. You know, you could say stubborn. You could also use a different word, determined. Those are almost the same words, right? Yeah, those are almost the same words. Hey, yeah. won't give up, keeps going, won't won't compromise on this. That's determination. Yeah. So, how do we, as a parent, as a leader, find the best way to utilize the human terrain and put people in a position where they're going to be successful and they're going to help the mission? Mm-hmm. So that's part one. Part two. Straight out of Sun Tzu. You got to understand your own tendencies. You got to understand your own terrain. You got to know what you are and who you are in life and as a leader. You got to recognize when you're 16 years old that you fall for girls too quick. You go head over heels, right? Mm hmm. You, or you fall for guys too quick. You got to realize that. Mm. You got to say, "Oh, I get this feeling, and I feel like I'm way out of control, and I feel like I'm way too 
in the game and supportive and on board with this with with people I get around. Mm. You get hyped on them. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta calculate that. Uh, are you too quick to judge others? Are you too trusting? That's a big one. Mm. You just trust. Hey, uh, yeah, well, that sounds good, right? You can be too trusting. You gotta know that. Yeah. And this is really. You can start to recognize these things. Like, I wish somebody would have said this to me when I was 15. Because yeah. you can start recognizing this stuff when you're 15. Are you too trusting? Are you not trusting enough? Are you wandering yeah. around paranoid at everyone? Are you always freaking out? Mm. And you're like, oh, I don't, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna compromise. So, so you can end up there. Are you risk averse? Or, or are you reckless? You know, I'm kind of breaking these things into a dichotomy. Yeah. Like you're either or. And some stuff, you're cool. Some stuff you're, you're, you're well-balanced, which is great. So you know you're well-balanced and you know that you're pretty good at assessing risk and that's a good thing to be. Okay, cool, so you can check that one off. You don't have to worry about it too much. Mm. And then, you know, when it goes from life and then, and there's a whole bunch of other things we could talk about. You know, are you, are you careless with your money or are you too frugal with your money? Some people, some people are so frugal with their money, they're, you know, they die with, you know, all this money in the bank. Yep. And, you know, the, the, say, the old saying goes, you can't take it with you. Right. So what do you, you know, why didn't you go to the free, go to, you know, go and surf for a, a weekend mm-hmm. instead you were, didn't want to spend that gas money. Yeah. So figure out what your own tendency is, what your own terrain is. And same thing with leadership perspective. Are you a micromanager? Do you tend to be a micromanager? Do you tend to be obsessed with the details? Do you tend to get emotional? Do you tend to get too aggressive? And, and then what you have to do is you have to take those tendencies that you have and you have to put them into the calculus of your decision making. You have, to, you have to put that denominator in there somewhere on your formula to say, yeah, I know I'm super hyped about this girl, but I also know that I get super hyped about girls, so before I make this step, mm-hmm. I need to put that in the calculus. Yeah. And here's the thing with all this. You're only gonna be able to see it if you're able to detach. You're only going to be able to, guys that are super, and I keep on bringing up guys that are super hyped on girls. Why, because in the teams, <laughs> <laughs> bro, you get yes. like, you know, the guy, he meets the girl, yeah. you know, and it's just game on. Yeah. I mean, he's losing his mind. He's just <laughs> going crazy about this girl. And you know, you see it happen with girls too. Those yeah. girls that would like go full. Uh, what's the what's the movie? Uh, full on, like they're just twenty seven dresses. No, no. Uh, the girls tries to murder the guy. <laughs> oh, freaking fatal, fatal attraction! Right? There's that too. You know, so you get, you can get all these things happening. Yes. So these are what we want to watch out for. You can't see that when you're when you. Are in that zone, you don't you don't see it. Yeah. You don't see it at all. Yeah. Fine. People that lose their temper seldom recognize it. Well, they definitely don't recognize it while it's happening. Sometimes their afterthought is like, man, I should have lost my temper. Yeah. Now I'm going to jail again for punching someone up, you know? Yeah. So we have to take a step back. In order to see the terrain, you gotta take a step back so you can see it. When you can when you're standing right in front of it, just it's just dirt. Yeah, yeah. You have to get far enough away from yeah. it that you can actually make out the terrain features. So that's my recommendation. Start to pay attention to the people around you. What is that terrain? Read that terrain. Learn to read that terrain. And then take a look at yourself. 
Figure out your own train. Where are you at? Yeah. Don't let it get you jammed up. Yep. <laughs> and it tends where and then I'm, I'm kind of thinking of it because terrain can also help you, right? So we don't 100%. we don't know this uh, or we don't. I'm just totally thinking of myself. It feels like I don't. I will almost like I won't notice this idea if it's terrain or a person that's mm-hmm. like that's conducive to whatever, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you know, I you know, I you hang around with your circle of friends and they typically have the same interests as you. So it's like there's no con- contention, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're working, there kind of is. So that mountain kind of seems like kind of is in my way, as opposed to when you're with your friends, it's like, oh man, we could just jump in this river on our boat and be way and get downstream way quicker than you know. So it's so it'll work for you, and you don't like necessarily. Um, have to do any work to to utilize or whatever. But you guys, you and uh, Leif at the muster, for example, yep. you guys use a couple of good examples of this where, you know when you guys do the role play? Yep. Um, f- who's the guy, Fred, Ike? I don't know, what are, whatever the name is. Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> so the one where you go, and Arnold has a big ego, yep. he has a lot of experience, yep. um, he's hard-headed, yep. right, all this yep. stuff. So how you play on his ego, yeah. you know, where it's like, hey, your team will, Arnold's like, I'm, uh, you know, my team's not going to be down for this thing or this new change in this, you know, method B or whatever you yeah. say. That's just a classic <laughs> yeah, set, yeah. right? But Arnold then you play says, on his ego. Arnold yeah. says, there's no way my team was going to go with this new procedure. Yeah. And I kind of say, yeah, but Arnold, those guys look up to you like. So. That is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe. And we're doing this we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is free for all as long as we can keep it that way but we but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors and we're doing it so we can give you more control more interaction more direct connections better communications with us and to do that we are we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us so thank you it's jockounderground.com it costs eight dollars and 18 cents a month and if you can't afford to support us we can still support you just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of until then we will see you mobilized underground